everyone. It is Bobby Daytona. Guys, I am back at it with another episode. This one labeled One Night in Akron. And I actually recorded this one after the fact. Guys, I had such a fantastic experience that I quite literally had to put it down as soon as it happened. So I'm still trying to figure it out, but tune in this week, check it out, and let's go. I am going to tell you a story which is so fantastic that you just might not believe it. And I only tell you this story because I myself am having a hard time even believing that it happened. I find myself in Akron, Colorado. Now, the thing about Akron, Colorado is that maybe 2,100 people in fact, I was just speaking with one of the women at the gas station and their graduating class, so their graduating senior class, was at 22 kids. 22 kids. All of the restaurants, all the shops, the main street, on a Saturday night, it's closed at 8 p.m. And the city goes to bed. And the city goes to bed besides the highway that runs along the outside of it. And all throughout the night, 18-wheelers charge up and down this highway. But why, why do I talk about the city of Akron and where am I going with this? I like to look at my life and see the different phases. And I've been trying to figure out what the title of the phase is that I've been in for the last several years. And it kind of came to me. Bobby goes on a run. Quite literally, the title for the last few years has been Bobby Goes on a Run. I'm driving to Akron, Colorado from Denver and I have never seen a windstorm quite like this. It's so intense that the fields of dirt that exist where crop plants were planted and then raised, They black out the entire sky because the wind is ripping across it so fast. And there are tumbleweeds as tall as my truck being thrown across the highway. And I made it to Akron and I checked into the hotel. And it's not even a hotel, it's a motel. And there's maybe eight rooms on the side of the highway and it's just me and I put on my running shoes as I've done many times and the wind is howling it 
it starts to pour, and it starts to thunder and lightning, harder than what I've seen in my entire time in Colorado. And then it subsides. But there was a certain point when I was quite literally watching the rain come down, and I was on the patio, and I saw the rain come down, and the wind was so powerful that I could quite literally see it being lifted back up and then thrown into the wind. The wind was so powerful that it quite literally was picking up raindrops before they could hit the ground. And so I waited for the brunt of the storm to pass before I took to the streets. And the first handful of miles, it's mostly calm, but there's a strong headwind. And the clouds ahead are black, pitch black. And all around me in every single direction, it's pitch black, except it's the middle of the day. And the wind is blowing harder than I've ever seen before. So much so that if you lift your foot up, it gets blown to the side. So much so that you have to quite literally lean forward to keep your balance because the wind is trying to push you back that far. And then it kind of got crazy because there came to be a certain point where I recognized that it was probably more than just strong wind. And that moment for me, you know, probably kind of set in when there was a bird trying to fly, and the bird was exactly parallel with me, and we were running into the wind, so we had a headwind. And the bird looks over at me, and I don't know if birds have cognizance, but this certainly made me think it did. And he looks at me and he's flapping his wings as hard as he can. And I'm quite literally falling face forward to try to stay up and move forward because the wind is that powerful. And the bird looks at me for a second. And then quite literally, the wind is so strong that it just throws the bird back. The bird quite literally gets tossed back. And so at this point, I think to myself, okay, if the bird can't even stay up in the wind. What the heck am I doing out here? So I get off the country road and I decide that ah, now I'm gonna go through the neighborhoods. And it is such a brilliant little town. But something that's kind of peculiar about this town of only 2100 is that the roads are like four-way highway, four-way highways. I mean, the roads are absolutely massive, and they have these beautiful trees that have grown up 60, 70 feet, and they're swaying in the breeze. Except they're not swaying, they're rocking violently. And I am quite literally running down the middle of this highway street, and the street is so big that I can literally, you know, dodge these things. I never even have to be under them. But... I'm looking up the entire time because I can't look straight ahead because the, the threat here is that these branches will fall. And by the way, I'm literally dodging massive branches, literally hundreds of pounds worth of tree falling off, being ripped away from the tree because the wind is so strong. 
because the wind is so strong. And I keep going. And I keep going. And I keep going. And I keep going. And eventually, I find myself back out in the country. Except the storm has passed. And I can see it far off. And I look towards the horizon. And the sky is painted in perfect purple. With pink and red. With orange and gold. With yellow. With green. With lime. And the smell of field cherry blossoms is being pushed against me. And it's so overpowering that I have to close my eyes. And I close my eyes and the wind picks back up, except it picks back up stronger once more. And this field of cherry blossoms is ripped from the root. And they're quite literally flying to my face and flying around me in the most beautiful smell while the sun slowly sets.